Hi, friends. Welcome back to Live at the Roxy. Yesterday, we were sitting here predicting who would win, what Oscar, and who we wanted to win. And I don't think a single one of us could have predicted how that went down. So today, we're going to talk about the Oscars. We are almost 24 hours out from them, what, 19 hours out from the Oscars, or less, uh, a little less than that from the big Oscars moment. And uh, I'm very surprised still. You guys are very surprised, I'm sure. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Were the Oscars a success or were they a loss? Did they win or did they lose? And obviously there's somewhere in between. And uh, I, I want to break down some of the speeches, some of the moments. Also, we got a new sick Captain America poster. So that's a fucking win. Uh, there's one in particular Oscar moment that struck me as so strange that I don't know that any of you guys saw, but it was such a strange moment that I, the internet exploded over that I was like, what? And I'm talking about a moment with Riz Ahmed, who I adore, but the way the internet handled the situation, I was like, what? And then uh, just because got to add a little fuck no news to our days all the time, millions of Americans are skipping their second vax because they are scared after their first and they do not want to be in pain. So we'll be talking about all of that and more. Like I said, we're going to start with the Oscars, but first we're going to get to Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer and the super chat as well. I want to hear from you guys, questions, comments, concerns, thoughts on last night's show, thoughts on what's going on in the world in general. Let me know how you guys are doing today, how you're feeling etc. Thank you to my amazing mod, Jake Yacometa, for putting in the Streamlabs link. Seems like YouTube's behaving. They're letting you put in the link. Go, YouTube. Words that I've never said before. Let's start with the Streamlabs for today, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer, and then we will get to the rest of what is going on. First Streamlabs submitted for today's show, the 26th of April, came in from Glenn Caesar. Oh, we can always count on Zen Glenn, who said, Miles Cosgrove, Brett Hankison, Jonathan McInerney, arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor, all three of them for killing Breonna Taylor. Hope today is the day. Justice for all the people who've lost their lives due to excessive force. Hashtag say their names. Hello and good afternoon, Roxy. Rocks, RJ, Ch Skittles. I tried to combine Skittles and Chunk, and it came out Chittles. Could be a new one. Skittles, Chunk, GPS, Misdirection, Silver the Alpha, Zilla, Queen Badges, Dimples, Rocks, Ratiz, Modown, Modi, well wishes, and thanks for hanging out. Love to you, Grammy and Papo. Peace, bunnies, hugs, and good stuff to you and yours. RJ and everyone who shows up to give their support whenever, however they can, even when it gets tough. If you're by yourself, you're not alone. Everyone who's fighting, keep on, even everyone who's battling, keep on fighting. You are a winner. You're kind, you're smart, you're unique, showing up for people who need it and want it makes you dope as fuck. Being so unselfishly loving and supportive of others, including strangers, whether it's on the internet or not, makes you humane and worthy. Your story is important. It deserves to be seen and heard. Be most excellent, RJ and rock stars. Cheers to fuck yeah news. Love and laughter for us all in each of our days, our weeks, our months, and even our years. Let's go Smets and everyone fighting for today, tomorrow, and more. Hashtag smash cancer all day, every day. P appreciate you, Zen Glenn, as we make it through this time. And I appreciate any and all support any of you guys can throw towards me. Um, thumbs up, comments after the fact, streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer, super chat. It's been um, an interesting time because I know as taxes are due for you guys too, as they're due in like three weeks from now, it is 
a, a wolf moment for a lot of us. So I'm rooting for all of you guys to make their way through. And for those of you guys who aren't feeling that wolf, cough it up. Just kidding. What am I? What am I, Bezos? No, he doesn't have to tell anybody to cough it up. Probably just like, sucker punches them until they cough it up. What? Throwing accusations left and right. Get out of here, rocks. Get out of here, rocks. All right, we'll talk about the Oscars now. I will say I tweeted about the Oscars last night, specifically about the Chadwick Boseman situation. And that tweet got picked up by CNN. It was really interesting. I tweeted out the article too, if you want to check it out on Twitter. But the interesting part was that you guys know, usually my, my tweets get picked up a decent amount by articles because I am verified. Whoa, she's fancy, huh? Because I'm verified and because I'm typically watching TV live, all these events live, Sometimes I'll get picked up by like a slash film or a screen ran or whenever they're doing like total reviews or because I've gotten to see movies early. You know, there's sometimes this will happen with me with websites. But when I clicked on the CNN article, which was sent to me by the movie guys, they were like, did you see this? I'm the only tweet referenced in there. Like the whole article is the article and it's just my tweet. And I was like, ah, oh, look at me. Look at me as CNN correspondent. No, that's not what that means, but let me have this one. Look at me go. And yeah, as Rob points out in the chat right now, actress and producer Roxy Stryer said CNN, fucking awesome, bud, so cool. That's what they did say. And I like that because in my Twitter bio, it doesn't say anything about being a producer, but I am a producer. So what they probably had to do is IMDB me. They saw I'm an actress and a producer. And I was like, <laughs> blowing the fuck out, me and my... Me and my one tweet, let us go, let us live. So I was kind of excited about that. You know, Simu Liu's now following me. CNN's picking up my tweets. It's really an incredible 2021 for your girl. The sarcasm's in the voice still. So I've got a few things going on this week, a few big things. And then I swear we will talk about Oscars. Number one. Live the Roxy every day, except for probably Saturday, because that's what seems to be happening recently. Number two, I have a couple different Shmodown matches. I don't think I can tell you guys about the one that's today, but I think you guys are watching the one that's Friday. I think that one's live. Well, I'm taping it live, so I know some of you guys will be able to be, or on or one of these days this week. I literally don't know what you guys know, so I don't even remember. One of these days I've got, two of these days this week I've got matches. And then uh, I've got also SEN tomorrow I'm going to be hosting because we fucking, we uh, came through last week. You guys came through last week, so that's great. So, yeah, and then on Thursday I've got that chemistry read, that callback for the third and should be final round. So they definitely give us a ton of pages to learn. So I'm trying to look at that because I got lots on my plate, but all things, I love work. So you guys know a lot of work is good for me. And then hopefully this weekend, hopefully on Saturday, I take at least a half day off. Wouldn't that be ideal? Okay, Ryan Payne says, Damon and Kalinowski is live, Roxy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so we're actually taping, we're doing that one live. I was just like, I don't know if they know that, but I am. So that. Uh, tomorrow on SCN, Manny wants to know who I'm with. I think it's me, Brett, and Goddard. I'm not positive, but I think, I think that's who it is. And Stephen, no, I don't sleep. 
So, but for somebody who doesn't sleep, this is what I'm saying. I got to be more successful because there's no way that other people are sleeping as little as I am. I'm just really, really not sleeping at all. You guys can see in my eyes, it just like gets worse and worse where they're just like, I'm getting these crazy bags because I've just have not managed to fall asleep. And then I called my brother last night and I was like, yo, I don't know what's going on. I'm scared I have COVID. He's like, why do you think you have COVID? I was like, because I have this runny fucking nose. And he was like, you don't have COVID. I bet you have allergies. I said, no, I don't have allergies because my eyes aren't itchy. He said, is that what you think allergies are? And I was like, yeah, and you guys know I've been double vaxxed or whatever. And then on the phone, I sneezed like 10 times. He was like, you have allergies, Roxy. You won't stop sneezing. I was like, that's why I'm sneezing? He was like, oh, my God. So then I took a, uh, a Zyrtec, and actually it's been a lot better today. So I think I have allergies. Normalized allergies is what I'm trying to say to you guys. And also, I've told you guys about my weird-ass tongue disease before. I can tell I'm stressed out because I looked in the mirror the other day. By that, I think I mean yesterday. You guys know when I stress, I go spots on my tongues. Let's see if you guys can see them. Uh-huh. They're really bad ones. And they feel like somebody is burning a match into my fucking tongue. And they are so fucking painful. And I am so stressed these days and not sleeping. And that makes it worse, too. How crazy is that shit? Uh... Wild. <laughs> Why am I showing that to you guys? just so it can live on the internet for the rest of my career and life. Just figured that would be a fun, fun thing for all of us. Pink Sweets saying something much more important than what I'm saying right now. By the way, we just lost 10 people watching live. That's amazing. Everybody saw the tongue and they were like, we're fucking out, tapped. Pink Sweets says, happy lesbian visibility day. Shout out lesbians, hell yeah. Fuck yeah to all of our incredible lesbian fans and supporters and just all the lesbians of the world. You guys are incredible. Much love for all of you. Ryan Payne says, I have those spots as well, Roxy. It fucking sucks. I know. They're so painful. <laughs> People can't understand. Like, it really feels like somebody's burning something into my tongue. Like, it, like, withers. It's so fucking painful. Yeah, they really hurt. And some people have them bad, and some people don't have them that bad. Mine are real bad. Jake reminds everybody to hit that like button. I appreciate that. I, y'all, I know y'all didn't come here to talk about my tongue. You came here to talk about the Oscars, so let's fucking do it. Similarly to us not going to the Oscars to watch Chadwick Boseman lose, but you don't always get what you want. There were a lot of interesting Oscar moments. I will say that. I know we did the show during the Oscars yesterday, but then I went back and rewatched most of it, uh, and at least a lot of the speeches and whatnot. And it was it was a huge year for so many reasons that is going to be majorly overshadowed by the last few moments of the show. The year is incredible because we had uh, for the first time ever it felt like all the movies that were nominated were movies that I was like yeah or at least most of them they weren't big box office hits because they were we were in a year of indies we're in a year of a time where we weren't going to the fucking movie theaters. So a lot of these movies were incredible. It was also a year in which Yoon Young Jung uh, won Yoon Young Jung. I hope I say that right because staff said it one way, but then Brad Pitt said it another way. And I was like, shit, we keep, keep fucking over this woman. Uh, she won for Best Supporting Actress, which it was fucking huge. Chloe Zhao winning for um, Director. Uh, those are two major, major things. Daniel Kaluuya winning for Best Supporting Actor, even though to me, 
it's so nuts because the whole reason he probably wasn't nominated for best actor is because he didn't want to go up against Chadwick Boseman because Boseman was such a shoe in and because clearly to me, if you're not going to say that Daniel Kaluuya is the, is the best actor in that movie, you're going to call him and Lakeith supporting. I mean, I, I don't know a world in which that's the case, but it's fucking ironic because Chadwick didn't even win best actor. So I wonder if, I wonder what would have happened if they had submitted him in there instead. Um, her one for for best song, which I know a lot of you guys were really hap- happy about. Soul winning, a lot of people were stoked about that as well. So there were a lot of successes, and there were some really great speeches as well. I think that Yoon Young Jung's was or Jung's was so fucking good because listening to this woman speak. And by the way, you guys know how I felt about her performance in Minari. I talked about it yesterday, but listening to this woman speak, she pokes fun at Brad Pitt. But the premise of her speech being that not one of us who's nominated is better than the others because we're all playing different roles. It's not like we're all auditioning for the same part or all playing the same role. This is like comparing apples and horses. Like there is no comparison. So she says, I think I just got luckier than you guys, which is how I feel all of the time. And if we take that as the premise, as the, as the thesis of the Oscars, then it makes me a little less fucking mad about the Chadwick Boseman situation because Anthony Hopkins just got a little luckier. And, and you know, every performance here, all of the performances between Yoon, um, Amanda, Olivia, Maria, and Glenn, they were all, I didn't see, uh, I didn't see Olivia and Glenn, honestly. So, but knowing both of them as the actresses they are, Everybody, I'm sure, pulled out a hell of a performance. By the way, Yoon and Glenn bumped into each other on a carpet and embraced. And it was fucking awesome to watch. Awesome to watch. But they were all great. And so I loved that speech. There was also one of my favorite speeches of the night was this gut-wrenching speech from the director of Another Round, uh, who which won for International Feature Film. And he is Thomas Vinterberg. And his speech was so poignant and moving because he talked about how his movie was about life. And during the movie, his, I think he was two weeks into shooting, his daughter died in a car accident and she was supposed to be in it. And you just never know when things are going to be taken from you. So I loved that there are things that still connect us as human beings that, and I, I truly am a believer that you should use your platform however you want Um, And you can get up there and talk about the environment or talk about protesting or anything you want. But there are things that connect us as human beings like loss that transcend and everybody, I just felt like everybody shut the fuck up and listened to him. The speech was heartbreaking and I'm glad he was able to make his movie. I, his wife looked so effing beautiful and supportive and all of that just that was that was a, a beautiful speech, a sad moment, but a really beautiful speech that I think a lot of people connected to. I liked the way Union Station looked in general. I thought it was a cool backdrop for all of this. That being said, getting to some of the lows of the Oscars certainly wasn't ideal. All of the talk around what happened with the homelessness around Union Station, for those of you guys who don't know, there are rumors, although they have been, although people are saying that it's not true, but some people are saying that it's true. I was reading tons of articles, LA Times and whatnot about this, that the police and the team surrounding the Oscars displaced all of the homeless people that were at Union Station 
which is a ton of fucking homeless people and told them if they didn't leave that their stuff would be demoed and that fucking sucks because those people and I know they don't pay rent but they live there and so that's fucking shitty like even outside of Union Station on the fences because they just didn't want the celebrities to see it and they don't want the world to see it and it's like but that's what it is that's what it is I get it's not glitz and glam but that fucking sucks and then Union Station in general, though, it looked really cool and beautiful. And I was like, oh, I hate that I love the way this looks because I hate how we got there. And that fucking is a bummer. Like, we're coming into a place that we're not typically filming at. And it's downtown. And I guess that there was also some muggings and whatnot that took place of some of the staff that were working on the Oscars. So all of that. That was like, ugh, just ickiness around the juxtaposition of homeless people and probably some of the richest people in the world walking into this building. It was just so yuck, yuck, uh, yucky to look at or to read about. I was like, ugh, ugh, this is shitty. This is shitty. And by the way, I want to be one of those people. I want to be one of those people who is one of, I want to go to the Oscars in my glitz and my glam, but like not if not displacing homeless people. I don't give a f if that's where they live, that's where they fucking live. Let me walk by them and say hello. You know, like I, I know that that's not what they wanted the cameras to show, but that was kind of a bummer to hear about, but obviously that wasn't the biggest bummer. The in memoriam was bizarro. Some people had like two seconds, like 0.2 seconds. Some people had a long time. The pacing of that was very strange and then obviously the biggest issue being the Chadwick Boseman situation. So what clearly happened here is the Academy believed that Chadwick Boseman was going to win. And so they rearranged it so that even though best picture typically goes last, because it's their way of stating that that's the, the biggest prize, as opposed to saying that men are, should be a bigger prize than women or the order of that matters. You know, the last thing is best picture. It's the thing that's collective and everybody, but he said this year, they made the last thing best actor. And so they must have done that thinking that Chadwick Boseman was going to win. It was going to go out on that note, but that is certainly not what happened. They changed everything around and Anthony Hopkins won for the father. Now, this is my tweet that got the buzz was about this because let's, let me be perfectly abundantly clear. This has nothing to do with Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins is great. He's a ridiculously talented actor. He took on a role that I'm sure was so strenuous and draining. He is 83 years old. He is the oldest person to win best actor. And that's a cool accomplishment as well. He put out a great video on his Instagram in the morning. It was the morning for him, the nighttime for us. And he was like, I honestly am just shocked. He said it three times. Like, I really did not expect to win. I'm just really surprised. He honored Chadwick Boseman in it. And I think he did a great job. I think he did a great job given the circumstances. He didn't do anything wrong. He didn't pick who got the Oscar. He didn't heavily campaign for it and tell everybody it needed to be him. He didn't, you know, he, he didn't do anything. He's an 83-year-old man turning out an incredible performance that people really, really that resonated with a lot of families, and, and he won. And that's what happened. But boy, is that not how it should have gone down. If he was going to win, 
which I I still think it should have been Chadwick. But if he was going to win, then it should have gone at the same time that it usually goes so that we have the rest of the Oscars to watch so it doesn't seem like it's the biggest moment of the night. It it sucks that he wasn't there because he was so positive he wasn't going to win that he wasn't even available for a speech. For all of those reasons, It's it was such a icky, icky moment. And then on top of all that, I've got all these people tweeting at me being like, do you think that Chadwick Boseman should win because he's dead? Do you think that only dead people should win and that's the criteria? And this part I also have to be abundantly clear on. I think Chadwick Boseman should have won because I think he gave the performance of a lifetime. His performance was, I mean, and anybody who watched Ma Rainey, I don't know how you could feel otherwise. His performance was jaw-dropping. Not only was it incredible what he did, and those two main monologues were unbelievable. Unbelievable. So not only that, but also then knowing that he did that when everything else was going down, and he was delivering that kind of performance when he is severely underweight, on chemo, not well, and he is, and that's what he's bringing to the table. That's why I think he should have won. And then the fact that I just said it was the performance of a lifetime and his lifetime is over. And if Anthony Hopkins had given a performance that was universally known for being a better performance, then that would be one thing. But there's no way that people don't at least think of them as equal. And Anthony Hopkins won an Oscar and Chadwick Boseman never gets this chance again. And it was the performance of a lifetime. And so I just, for those reasons, I think that I, I, with my whole heart, believe he should have won. And if he wasn't going to win, I believe it should have gone down way differently. So it just is, it's a crazy moment because none of us saw it coming. We all expected Chadwick to win. He won the globe. And I, I wanted to hear from his wife. I wanted him, his family to have that moment of him winning this not because he died, but because he earned it. And if you can't get your flowers while you're living, at least your significant other should be able to get them when you've passed. So that. And then on top of that, I think that Stephen Yoon and Riz Ahmed gave two of the most stunning, flawless performances I've ever seen. So the fact that the Oscars gave this to somebody that seemingly is more like looks like more of the Academy. It's hard to avoid that. It's hard to avoid looking at that. So I think everybody was shocked by this. I think the producers were shocked by this. I think all of the fans were shocked by this and the people doubling down on Twitter, like, yeah, but you only wanted him to win because he's dead. First of all, you guys are disgusting and disrespectful as hell. This man lost his life to cancer. Can you fucking be chill for a second? And then, second of all, that's not true. That's not why we wanted him to win. We wanted him to win because his performance was incredible. And if you saw it, then you know that. So, that I wanted him to win because he's the best. And I definitely wanted that for his family, that acknowledgement that he is the best. And I think that in Anthony Hopkins' speech, Anthony was so surprised because 
he also thought it should be Chadwick. And good for Anthony Hopkins for winning. He's awesome. We love him. It's nothing to do with him. Just the Chadwick stuff sucked. And the way that they put it last as if it was the most important, but then that's what happened. It was just so... Ugh. So those are my thoughts on the Oscars mostly. Let me see what you guys are thinking. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer, Super Chat. And I would love to hear your thoughts on the Chadwick Boseman situation, on your favorite moments from the Oscars, on how you felt about the Oscars in general. Let's get to these. JB in the Streamlab says, when Hopkins won the BAFTA, I knew he would get the Oscar. Very rarely does the BAFTA winner not go on to win the Oscar. Chadwick was robbed, but I'm used to the Oscars disappointing me. It is true about the BAFTA, but I still think most people didn't see this coming. I don't know that you're going to say. Are you really going to say, JB, that you you really knew that it wasn't going to be Chadwick? I didn't hear one person predict that. Morse Code Z says, I rarely watch award shows uh, live, although I love watching clips later. From everything I've heard this morning, the biggest problem this year was the Oscars production team. You think the Academy would have access to better producers, yeah, especially in the time during a pandemic where like, nobody's working. So you, you kind of have your pick of the litter. Hitman Hudson in the Streamlab says, Hey, Roxy, I was wondering if you were aware of the Tariq Nasheed tweet that's been... Eric Nasheed tweet that's been making a lot of disabled people, including myself, mad. If so, do you have thoughts on the matter? Hey, man, I have no idea what you're talking about, but I would love to be educated. So can you let me know what happened? Jack Mayer. Hey, Jack. And the Streamlabs says, just wanted to pa show some support. Always glad when I'm able to catch you live. Much love to my favorite asshole. Uh, to my favorite masshole. I just read it as asshole. Massholes just skip over the M and just read favorite asshole. Jack, I appreciate you. You're awesome. And uh, thank you so much for showing your support and for being here live. We're happy to have you all the times that you are able to show up. Because we out in this bitch er a day. Er a day. That's what everybody says. Oh, no. Solstice. Oh, poor Solstice, guys. Solstice must have missed my whole episode on the word woke. And the fact that only really, really unwoke people use the word woke. Solstice. No, honey. Mm, shit. You missed it. Woke is destroying everything. No. Woke this and woke that. It's just destroying everything. People want equal rights. They're destroying everything. It sucks. Why do black people want the same rights as all the other people? Why are Jews saying that we can't wear the star? We came up with the star. Lesbian Visibility Day? Why? They're visible enough. It comes to me, I think they're too visible. Woke is destroying everything. <laughs> it's just like... Well, when you say woke, it's destroying everything. Woke is not destroying everything. People who don't believe in equality are destroying everything. Equality. It's just equality. <sighs> it was a good moment when Daniel Kaluuya talked about his parents fucking and making him, though. Gotta love a good sex reference at the Oscars. Gotta love it. Oh, Solstice, stick around. You might learn a thing or two, a woke thing or two, or otherwise. 
You just don't know. Mm -hmm. Nadine says I always pop in the most interesting times. Yeah, well, we know. What we know to be true is that woke is destroying everything. What a boomer. Yeah, the Glenn Close moment was great. Watching her do the butt was everything. Glenn Close can dance. I like people who surprise you. And Glenn Close constantly surprises us. I'm a big Glenn Close fan. I know most of us are, but it's a yes on Glenn Close from me. Check yes, Glenn Close. Yeah. All right. Let me know what else you guys thought about the Oscars. Any last minute thoughts? Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Get them in now. I would love to hear from you guys because, uh, well, why would I love to hear from you guys? Because you guys are you guys and I love hearing from you. Don't even think that's something I need to really explain. But I just took the time to do it because Wolf's destroying everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like when I think that I'm funny. Because y'all know it's nice to be able to laugh at yourself. And I spend a lot of time with myself these days. And I just, just enjoying my laughing at myself life. Thank you all for letting me live. Let's talk about that Falcon and the Winter Soldier new, um, new poster that features our incredible new cap, which is just fucking awesome. Talk about fuck yeah news. Like, we've got a new cap, and he's fucking baller. And... We watched a series that was fucking awesome. And we don't have to stop talking about it because they're going to continue giving us assets like these. Welcome, Captain America. This is our Captain America. Yes, that is Sam. And there he is in all of his Captain America glory. And this is him on the poster for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It is interesting that I know the name of the show is Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but that this poster doesn't just say Cap and the Winter Soldier because of what we saw at the end of the of everything. But listen, this is a fucking badass piece of art. He looks amazing. And we need a little fuck yeah news in our life. So why not? Why not look at that fucking thing? Travis says that suit looks so clean. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Xena, great question. Is he a woke cap? Oh, interesting question, Cena. Just by the virtue of being black, are you woke? Mm. Is he woke cap? I'm sure Solstice wants to know. I'm sure Solstice, that is eating away at Solstice. We've got to find out. I hope Solstice is on a red carpet with Anthony Mackie at some point. And takes his microphone, turns to him and says, hey, I have a burning question to ask you. Burning question. Would you consider yourself woke cap? Any answers? Are you woke cap? Oh, Solstice, you nail that carpet. You nail that woke carpet. You go, Solstice. You go. <laughs> Joseph says, I think he's just cap. A hundred percent. He's fucking Captain America. That's the point. We're not calling him. We talk about it in the show. We're not talking, calling him Black Falcon. He was just Falcon. And we're not calling him Black Captain America. He's just Captain America now. He's just fucking Captain America. Oh, so good. 
Gotta love him. And he's just that suit and everything looks fucking incredible. Oh, oh, yay. We have another one. Oh, he wants attention. I'm going to give it to him. But just this once. He only gets attention this once because then he should go into a ditch and probably rot somewhere. But for right now, I'm just really excited because I have a lot of aggression to get out. I showed you guys my tongue and shit. I've got shit going on. Accidentish says, what the fuck is this cancer? Get a fucking real job, you disappointment. Oh, yay. Um, okay, so I have so many thoughts. Thank you for showing up. Um, we really appreciate you. Uh, I'm curious, what do you do? Where do you work? What is a real job to you? Is um, providing entertainment for people not a real job? Because I'm pretty sure the Oscars were last night and a lot of people there would disagree with you. Um, also, do you enjoy your parents' basement? Because I'm pretty sure I have my own place and it's going pretty decently for me. Um, uh, and I'm a disappointment. Um, honestly, if I'm a disappointment to you, I feel like I'm doing really well. Feels like I'm really crushing it because honestly, at least my parents love me and you seem like you might just be a disappointment to a lot of people. Now, if you ever want to like restart and decide, I don't want to be a piece of shit. I don't feel like being a dick. I don't want to just like have my existence on this planet be to make other people feel bad about themselves. I actually want to spread love and kindness and awareness of things that matter. You're always welcome to start over. That's the best part about being a piece of shit is that you, you could stop and we would all be stoked for you. And the rock stars would all be like, oh, are you done being a piece of shit? Oh, then welcome back. Oh, you want to be a nice guy? We're happy to have you. So like any day you could just wake up. The really good thing about being such an asshole is that you could just wake up any day and decide, I don't want to be this person anymore. Hurt people hurt people. And I want to stop the cycle. I actually want to be a good guy. And I want to spread love and help. And that's actually going to make me feel better. So I hope um, that you come back and that you have that revelation. But until you do, I hope you sit in the ditch that you are in of your parents' basement and just like really, really sit with that and think like, oh, actually, I'm going to stop being an, a worthless dickhead. And I'm going to be great. I'm going to get back out in the world. And I'm going to be here for the people because we like that guy. That guy's cool and can sit with us anytime. And by the way, to all of my rock stars out there, not that there's anything wrong with living in your parents' basement, especially during quarantine, mad friends of mine move back in with their parents. Hey, oh, hey, oh. But y'all are like living in your parents' basement, like, fuck yeah, my parents let me live here. Not like living in your parents' basement, like, oh, mom, mom, the air's on too much, mom. Oh, you're so annoying, mom. Like, if you're living in your parents' basement, be grateful as fuck. And just be like, wow, yes. Thank you. Thank you, parents. That's a cool way to live in your parents' basement. It's not cool to live in your parents' basement and be like, uh, my dad is so annoying. He won't even let me watch what I want to watch on TV. Like you're under his roof. Shut the fuck up. So that. Those are all my thoughts on that. Just so y'all know, you in the parents' basement, y'all cool. If you're a rock star. Y'all cool. Y'all fucking cool. 
All right, moving on. Let's go and see what is going on in the world of the Streamlabs. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Get in that support so that we can prove to this motherfucker that I don't need to get a real job. I can have the job that I want, which is this job. Hitman Hudson says, Tariq Nasheed is a journalist who is known for calling out racists on Twitter. However, yesterday he tweeted out a video of a black man harassing a hotel worker and the hotel worker having a breakdown and implied the hotel worker was racist. Oh, I missed this. Why are you saying, Hitman, why did you say that it's been making a lot of disabled people, including yourself, mad? Was the hotel worker handicapable or what is the correlation between those two things? I haven't seen this at all, so I'll have to. I'll have to look into it, um, but thank you for letting me know, and I will look into it after the show. Let's keep it real in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com. All right, let's keep it real. Woke isn't ruining anything. Good point. People who say that are scared and stuck in the past, another good point. That said, we can't assume every time we don't get an outcome we want that it's because of some nefarious racial reason that actively works against any progress. I agree with you, let's keep it real, that we can't assume that every every single thing is because of that. But what the world has shown us is that a lot of things are because of that. And I don't think anybody's assuming anything. I think we're questioning. I think we can question things like, was Chadwick Boseman being black part of why he did not get that Oscar? I don't know that I know the answer to that, but I definitely think it's worth a question. I definitely think it's worth the question. Is it a problem that the majority of the academy tends to vote for a way that they look? And should we have a more diverse academy? These are questions that we need to ask to move forward. But I agree with you. We can't just assume that everything, just in the same way that I don't assume every every job I don't get is because I'm a woman, but I know for a fact several jobs I haven't got have been because I'm a woman. Or just because we don't can't assume that I get paid less because I'm a woman, but I know for a fact that I've gotten paid less several times because I'm a woman. So we can't assume these things, even though they're true in a lot of situations, but we have to question and try to get to the bottom of things. Not everything is because somebody is a different, is born different for one way or the other, whether they're born queer or a woman or black or trans or whatever. No, we can't assume that any of that is why, but we definitely can question it. We can definitely bring it to light and definitely can look into it and see what things we feel like are because of that. And history is a pretty good indicator that a lot is because of that. Not everything, but a lot. So hopefully that makes sense. Y'all let me know if you have any other questions, comments, concerns on that. As we move forward, get in your stream labs. Where's that support, y'all? I don't want to get a real different job don't want to. This is a real job. I give my whole life to it. <laughs> Going into our next topic. This was an interesting moment that I wanted to just address how fucked as a society we are, that this became the moment of the night for a lot of people. Like people were, did you guys see that this was like one of the number one trending things on Twitter? And I was like, what happened? Um, so I have a couple images for you, but there's a little video if you guys want to find it on Twitter. And the, what's happening is that Riz Ahmed is on the carpet with his wife or his fiance. I don't remember which one, but I, I think it's his wife. They're on the carpet and her hair is a little out of place. So he turns to her and he moves her hair back behind her. This is an image that kind of shows you 
so he like looks at the cameras kind of like one second and then he goes to move her hair behind her and kind of looks at her all smiley and shit and it's fucking adorable it's really sweet really really sweet loved this moment for them really cute it's a nice little thing but the way that the internet exploded about this like Rizamed was God's gift to this earth because of this moment made me think uh-oh the bar that we have set for men in relationships is so low that women literally were tweeting get me a man who fixes my hair what anybody that you're with man woman if you're on a carpet and you, they have a hair out of place, especially by the way, considering Rizamed knows that these pictures are going to go everywhere of him too, for him to stop and fix her hair. It's nice, but like everybody being like, marry me immediately, Rizamed. I mean, this was a cute moment, but the way that the internet was acting was as if he had just done something for her that no man has ever done before that we've never seen. Our bar is so fucking low that Riz Ahmed fixing his wife's hair means that he is God's gift to the planet. What the fuck are we talking about? Like, I see this shit all the time where men will do something completely average. Maybe even subpar, like something that should be a given. It's sweet, but like it should be a given that if you are on a carpet with your wife and a, and a hair is out of place, that you take one second, literally one second to fix it a little bit. That should be a given. But we are in a place where it is so not a given that Riz doing that for his wife made the entire internet make him trend number one because they were like, I want to find a man. I want to find me a man who fixes my hair. I fucking can't. That was like, I was watching and I was like, the response to this is unbelievable. This was a cute fucking moment, a little cute gif. Oh, he fixed her hair. That doesn't mean that I'm, I am looking for a husband. That, that, that now he's husband. Well, that's all you got to do. And I was just like distraught over that yesterday because I was like, okay, I will say we've got some incredible ladies in here. And by the way, send bunnies if you're a chica in here because I always try to shout you guys out. I fucking adore the women of this show. Um, you guys are fucking incredible. To the men who are watching this show and tell all your other guy friends, just because all of our, us as women and I don't know about queer men and how they feel, so you guys can chime in too. But just because us straight women have the bar or or bi women or gender fluid queer women have the bar on the floor for men does not mean you should just meet that bar. Please, please be one of the good ones. Don't just fix her hair. Fix her hair. Show her the fuck off. Show her the best night. Compliment her. Let everybody else there know that's your fucking girl. Ride for her so hard. Help book her gigs. Help her study her lines. 
pick up the dry cleaning, do the laundry, go grocery shopping, whatever her love language is, show up and show out, fucking act for her. Like whatever, do all of it. Cause she's going to do it back. Cause we're fucking great. Fixing somebody's hair should not be the bar. And just cause that's where we have put it is because you guys have fucking not been rising to the occasion. So our bar is on the floor. Shout out to Pink Sweets, Nadine Alamendi, Sally Mercedes, Joseph Ashley, Joseph, for, interesting, Joseph, whoa, sending those bunnies. I, for some reason, I did not know you identified as a woman, but hell yeah, Joseph. Simply Emily, Sina Bigelow, Muhammad Belsey and sending them too. Oh no, he sent hearts. Okay, 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 he sent hearts. Uh, Hitman Hudson sending bunnies. I don't know if you guys all understood the the prompt. Whatever. To all of my ladies in here, I fucking adore you guys. Melissa Byrne. We, we've, they've fucked this up, but we have too. The bar is, is low. The bar is low. So men, step the fuck up. Simply Emily. Yep. Yep. Melissa Byrne says, so the answer is the bar should be love me in my love language. Yes. Cena says, did they not understand the assignment? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And honestly, I don't. And any gender is welcome here. However anybody identifies, I'm so fucking happy to have you all. I do not care who or what or how you come. I'm just happy that you're fucking here and you are welcome. As long as you are respectful of others and you don't believe that woke is killing everyone, whatever the fuck that is then you are welcome here. All right, let's go back into the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Let's see what you guys got for me today. Okay, let's keep it real. Sending another one through said, questioning implies that something racial played a factor. Uh-oh, let's keep it real. We're about to beef, I think. Would people be that passionate if Steven won? The Academy was more P has more POC members now than ever, but not more POC members than white members. Let's keep it real. They have made strides. Roka this morning called for the names of the Academy members. What the fuck? I think it's completely valid that Roka wants the names of the Academy members. We want the names of the Academy members because we want to know who represents people in the Academy. We want to know what the Academy looks like. Does it look like the people who are nominated? Is it a whole spectrum? When you say questioning implies to you, but that's not what questioning does. That's not, there's no implication. To ask questions is very fucking important. And I'm guessing, and tell me if I'm wrong, but I really want to know the answer to this. And, and I want you to really think about this and think about if there's any way that you'd be wrong. I'm guessing you're a white man. And let me know if you're not, but I'm guessing you are. And if you are, is there any way you could be missing the mark on this one? Is there any way? Or are you so certain that you are right, that there's no way, not 1% chance that you are missing the mark? Really answer those things. Evan Hooker in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy says, just supporting you doing your thing because you're great at it. Thanks, Evan. Appreciate you. Appreciate any and all support coming in through the Streamlabs. Y'all are awesome and appreciate you. All right. Get any last-minute Streamlabs now um, because we are getting out of here very soon. Would love to hear from you guys your thoughts on any of this stuff or questions, comments, concerns. I think I'm going to do another AMA this week because y'all seem to like to talk about 
uh, or have questions and advice stuff that you need. And I think I'm going to try, I told you guys, I think I'm going to try to do more of those like once a week, but <laughs> Glenn says, just actually the question was somebody's if you identify as a woman, you know, everybody's cool. <laughs> Joseph says, sorry, I was cooking bacon. I didn't hear the question. <laughs> oh, it's all good. It is all good in the hood. Okay. So let's move forward to talk about this last thing. And then as we do, then, then we'll get out of here. Millions of Americans are skipping their second vax. Y'all already know I was fucking distraught and so upset this week over what was happening in England with all of those people wearing the Jewish star, the star of David, who are anti-vaxxers and anti-maskers. And it was just a very frustrating time. And then, uh, you know, we, with the vaccinations, we just keep hearing stories about people who don't want to get it and they still don't want to wear the masks and they don't want the vaccination passport and all these things. And I get that people are scared. I, I see that, but it's so bizarre because the people that I'll talk to that are scared of taking the vaccination are people who fucking drop acid. And the people I talk to who are scared of taking the vaccination are people who go fucking skydiving and people who, you know, they're like risk taking people. And I don't, I don't get it. It's so hard. I'm trying to be understanding because compassion matters, but it's very challenging. And what this is saying is that millions of people, and I believe it's 8% of people, at least that's what the stat said that I read, that 8% of the people who are getting their first vaccination are not coming back for their second. And so those are the people who are not afraid of getting it. They're not afraid of getting the vaccination because the vaccination is unknown. Those are the people who are afraid of getting the vaccination because it comes with a little bit of side effects. And they felt it on the first one and they hear it's going to be worse on the second one. And what's challenging with that, and this is why I was so hesitant to tell you guys when I had second when my got my second vaccination, I had shitty side effects is that like, it's a day. People aren't willing to be sick for a day to save people from dying, to save other people from being so sick, to save themselves from getting so sick. Okay. So I was sick for a day and it sucked. Y'all know I was on air. I worked all day. I had a fucking fever and I was sick for a day. I was out of it and loopy and felt sick as shit. And then I was better. And I know nobody wants to sign up to be sick. Nobody's like, woohoo, I'm stoked to be sick. But most people don't even have that fucking side effect. And even if you do, it's a day. You know, it's like people who want to get tattoos, but they don't want to actually get the tattoo because of the pain. You're in pain for two seconds, and then you have the tattoo for your whole life. So if you want the tattoo, you shouldn't let the pain stop you from getting it. And if you want the vaccination because you want to do your part, you want to protect yourself and your family, your loved ones and strangers, then the pain should not stop you from getting it. So I hope that, I hope that everybody in here gets their second vaccinations. I, it's so worth it. I, I had it, I didn't enjoy it. And then it was done. And that was that. So let me know what you guys are thinking. I'm going to take any last minute comments in the streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. 
Curtis Mason says, I 100% agree with you, Roxy. Every girl I've dated has said that no other guy has pulled out chairs, opened car doors, or walked them to the front door. I see so many dads also getting props for the smallest things in the world. I know. You move this woman's hair, and everybody's like, oh, he's a saint. Oh. Melbourne in the streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Strauss said, thoughts on being the least viewed Oscars. Yeah, I think people are sick of it. You know, I think that, well, number one, this year of movies was probably the least viewed of movies because these are movies that were not, people weren't seeing in theaters. They're expensive to rent. They're hard to find. And they weren't getting as much buzz because there's no billboards or whatever. So there are billboards, but people aren't driving by and it was different years. So I think that, then on top of that, I think people are so sick of celebrity culture right now as we saw with the Imagine video a year ago, where people were like, everybody shut the fuck up. We're all struggling right now. We don't want to watch celebrities right now do this thing um, and sing Imagine. Even though you guys know I still am the only person who was like, I didn't mind it. Uh, and so because of that, and then it's because I think people are disappointed often. And this was kind of like exhibit Q of that. So those are my thoughts. I think that the ratings will probably go back up, but never to where they used to be because it's just not the same thing. It's not the same like kind of event as it used to be. So many options now. Leonard Kim in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer says, hey, Dimpletits, to answer your question, I'd say the Oscars were a draw. People of color like Yoon Yo Jung, Chloe Zhao, Daniel Kaluuya, etc. won and were recognized, but the Oscars botched an opportunity to give Chadwick Boseman a deserved posthumous win. Yeah, I would say it's interesting. It's an interesting perspective. Not everything is just a total win or a total loss. There's definitely the things in between. Ryan Payne in the stream says, breaking away from the story, I've been hearing the Shang-Chi trailer has been getting negative backlash in China. I haven't looked into it yet. Do you think it's going going to affect Disney's agenda or plan for any future projects involving Asian actors. I haven't heard one thing about this, so I would definitely have to look into it to see what is the backlash about? I, I wouldn't be able to answer is it's going to affect it if I don't know where it's coming from. So yeah, yeah, I definitely would love to know more about that. But thank you for putting it on my radar, Ryan. Thank you guys for always putting things on my radar. I feel like y'all keep me y'all keep me young and fresh because there'd be shit that I don't know about all the time. And then you guys say something and I'm like, what? And then I look into it. I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? So thank you for uh, letting me know. And I'll definitely check it out. All right. We are getting out of here. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Hopefully... Uh, you learned something a little new today. You felt something a little new today. You enjoyed my troll rants today. One of those things. As we know, I hope that you already made your beds. It's an important thing to do. It can change your life. I know it doesn't sound like a camp, but I really believe in it. Check on your internet. Make sure you blow on it. My internet's been kind of whack recently, and all the blowing in the world doesn't seem to help. Don't clip that part out. Um, Brett, Miles, Jonathan, Russell Cops, and Brianna Taylor, all three of them for killing Brianna Taylor. Don't tremble the Holocaust. Those two are our two biggest ones that we really try to rep on this show. Put down the toilet seat in the lid. We don't want those flumes. You know we don't want it. Much love to all of you guys. I'll be back tomorrow on SEN, 10 a.m. So check that out. And tomorrow afternoon, I will be here live with the Roxy. And I'll keep you guys posted on the rest. Much love. Stay safe. Stay sane. 
Thanks for hanging out with me today, guys, and I'll see you tomorrow.